Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Female Empowered. I'm your host, Krista Gurka. Thank you so, 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 so much for joining me. I really love having these little conversations staring at myself in the computer, but I do love that um, we're getting more and more downloads. Um, It may not sound a lot, but now we're up to over 200 downloads per episode or close to. So to me, that means like 200 people are choosing to listen to this podcast, to listen to me talk. And that's kind of exciting, kind of exciting. So I know people have 2000 and 2 million listeners, but I'm excited that two people listen to me. So today's episode, what we're going to chat about today are three ways most successful business owners learn to step away from the day-to-day operations of their business. And this is something that I have been focused on really since 2016, 17. And I I named it, it was called Operation Krista Gets Hit by a Bus. And basically the whole premise of this uh, project, this initiative was what would happen if I got hit by a bus And I know this is like grim and morbid, but what would happen if I got hit by a bus and I couldn't run the business anymore? I wasn't available not only to be there in person to see people and everything, but I couldn't like drive the bus. Literally, I couldn't. um, Maybe I was in a coma or I, I was literally no longer able to operate the business. And so I wanted everything we did from that point was is this dependent on me as Krista to do this? Or could somebody else do this? Because my feeling was, I was so tied to the business at that point that like, I never felt like I could get away. Forget the idea of working from home. That was so foreign to me. I was like, I can't work from home. One, I didn't think I'd be motivated enough to work from home. But two, I was like, how would that function if I didn't come into the studios? And be here. You know, that was my own stupid ego thinking like I had to micromanage everyone. So that was my own shit. So when I got over my own shit and recognized like I need to create a system that does not revolve around me or for the rest of my life, I will be tied to this business. Then I got my ass in gear. I got my rear in gear, as they say, and I started putting together that plan. And so now in 2022, about to be 2023, I go into the studios probably less than 10 hours a week. Um, And that's by design. I still go in 10 hours a week because I still have, I teach classes on Saturday and I treat patients on Wednesdays. And that's because I want to. I love teaching and I love treating people because I feel one, I'm really good at it. And two, I love showing people that have had injuries and back problems. 
whatever the whatever they're coming in for that they can feel better in a short period of time. And so I love doing that. Now, for the most part, I run the studio from home. And, you know, for example, next week, I am going to North Carolina, spend a week there to help my mom. I'll be working, but I'm no longer tied to the studio. I no longer need to go in there to make sure people are doing their their stuff. Like I could go away for a month and the business would still operate. And that is because of one, the team that we have in place, they're amazing, but also two, some very, very intentional things that I did that were a little bit uncomfortable and that I was kind of like other people were like, you have to start doing this so that I created this system. Right. And it's, this is not stuff that like, I, it's not proprietary. I don't name it. It's not something I'm not saying these are the only things only I do, but this is something that really helped me because there's one there's two different things at play here. There's one thing at play, whereas like getting other people to do your tasks, that's one thing, okay? The harder thing is to let go of that, is to let go of the control, is the mindset around they don't need you anymore, okay? Is the mindset around it may not get done the exact same way that you would do it, but it's still getting done. And maybe it's getting done better, to be honest, maybe. So there's two things at play here. The easier task, to be honest, is getting other people to do your job, getting other people to do your tasks, okay? So I'm gonna talk about the three things that really helped me, and I call them the three Ds again, okay? So I call them three Ds. So they are, the first thing, the first D is delegate. The second D is delete, and the third D is detach, okay? so. Um, I usually, I, maybe I would say delete first. Okay, so let's go in order. So delete, number one, delete. So number one, one of the things I started doing was I started writing down every single thing that I did during the day, like everything, returned emails, took money to the bank, spoke to the landlord, taught a class, had to correct a void, um, cleaned the bathrooms, called the AC company, paid the bills, did payroll, like every, 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 every single thing that I did at the business that I was responsible for, or I chose to be responsible for. Okay. And what I did was I started looking at it and I was like, okay, what can be deleted? What really does not have to be done? Okay. What does not have to be done. So there were things that no longer really needed to be done. Okay. I no longer needed to like return clients emails at 10 o'clock at night. Not necessary. It's Pilates. No one's going to die if you don't return their email at 10 o'clock at night. All right. So first things are delete. Are there extra steps in your processes that don't need to be there? Okay. So are there things that you can 100% delete just from doing at all? Like, let me, let me give you an example. So one of the things I used to do in the morning was I used to check the, the wait list and the schedule and look over it and see if anyone had been um, charged properly or cancellation fees. Now, what I was actually doing was driving myself crazy. And I, and I did this, I, I took the amount of, I'm going to, I'm saying this in air quote, the amount of like mistakes or money that I found that people had made mistakes for. And I, I, I looked at that over the course of like three months and it ended up being a total of, I, I don't know, I think it was like $500. 
So basically, I was making myself insane and making other people insane looking at this all the time because it was like $25 here, $10 here, you know, like $10 here, $20 here. And over the course of three months, so for 90 days, I think the total was like $500. I think it was less. And then I was like, so if you even took that in a year, okay, it's $2,000. Is it really worth my aggravation for $2,000? No, it's really not. So that was something I was like, I'm no longer going to do that. All right. Something else that was doing was I was getting my, I was having the main email come to my phone also like info at Pilates in the grove.com. And I was having that come to my phone, even though I wasn't checking, I wasn't the one responsible for checking the email and everything. But again, it made me just have to constantly be checking, feeling the need to be checking up on everyone. So what I did was I deleted that email. It doesn't come to my phone anymore. I don't get it anywhere. I can't get it on my computer. Um, I would have to sign into that to be able to get it at the studio. So no longer does that come to my phone. So that was something that I really did. I deleted it completely. So like, I can't check up on it. Okay. Now, so those are the things that I recommend going through and like, what can you delete, right? What can you delete from your tasks that just don't no longer have to be done. Maybe they needed to be done initially, but they don't need to be done anymore. And so just delete them. Okay. The next step, the next D is delegate. Then you're going to go through the tasks that that still need to be done, but you can look and say like, do I need to be doing those tasks? So as a seven figure business owner, do I need to be the one that's reading the mail? Do I need to be the one that's going to the bank to make a deposit? Do I need to be the one that's calling the AC company or the HVAC company? Do I need the one be the one that is responsible for getting coverage for people? So I started creating systems where other people were responsible for those things. So I delegated who was taking the deposits to the bank. I delegated our manager was now responsible for vacation and time off requests. We delegated that each staff member is responsible for getting their own coverage when they are going on vacation. And then the manager approves it. So I started delegating a lot of things. And now that took a bunch of stuff off of my plate. Hey there, I just wanted to jump in real quick and make sure you knew about the learning library resource page I have on my website. It's filled with a variety of masterclasses all about starting, growing, scaling, running behind the scenes of a boutique fitness and boutique wellness business. So if you're interested in learning, I invite you to visit www.kristagurka.com store and check out all of the amazing resources we have over there. All right, now let's get back to the episode. Okay, and now this comes from, this is the last one, which is the most difficult one of them all is detach. You, we, I, I'm gonna say I, okay, we as business owners have to detach from the outcome. Mistakes will be made. They will. They're going to be made. Okay. When they're made, that is the time to say, okay, we made this mistake. Where's the kink in the chain? Is it a process problem? Was there a step that was missing? 
did someone just make a mistake and now you need to be accountable? Because people have to be accountable for their mistakes. I made a mistake this morning, for example. I, I'll give you a perfect example. We're onboarding new staff members. One of the new people told me a week ago that she had a prior conflict to, and one of the days that um, will be her new schedule. She told me this before. I did not relay that information to the front desk and they are amazing. And so they had scheduled somebody in, in that spot. So now I made a mistake. So I will be the one to call the client and say, this was my error. I'm really, I apologize for this. Here's what I can do to reschedule you. Okay, so people will make mistakes, you included. And so when they make mistakes, look, just figure out what's the better system so that mistakes don't happen in the future. Okay, and that's why you have to detach from the outcome. This isn't because the people don't care, they're not good at doing their job. Now, if the same mistakes keep happening over and over and over again by the same person, then they might not be capable of doing their job. And now it's on you to, to rectify that situation. But we have to detach. We also have to detach that maybe it's not gonna be done exactly how we do. And if we want something done very specifically, we should give very specific instructions and expectations of how that task is supposed to be done. So if you want a message to be written a certain way on the message board in your location, give that feedback, give that expectation of the person who's accountable for doing that. If you want your phones answered a certain way, we at Pilates in the Grove, we have that, I have that written out on the computers. It's a little post-it that says, hi, thank you for calling Pilates in the Grove. This is Krista, how may I help you today? That's how I want them to answer the phones, okay? So it just says it on there. And if they don't answer, or if I call and I, then I just have a conversation. I was like, oh, you know, what happened to our regular greeting? And they might be like, you're right, I'm sorry. I've, I thought, it, I saw it was you, or they might say, oh, I saw it was you. And because it's caller ID, okay, great. You know, and if you create a system of trust and accountability on your team, when you bring that to their attention, there won't be 15, you know, excuses, they'll be like, ah, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll get it better next time. So that is detaching is the hardest thing. It's the hardest thing. You're constantly thinking, are they doing it right? Did they do this? Why haven't they done it yet? Well, maybe they'll get to it in an hour. All right. If you want it done by a certain time, then create that expectation. I want all the calls all the voicemails that were left from the night before to be returned by 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay, that's the process, that's part of their job. Now they might say, maybe they come back to you and say, you know, I, I, I totally get that, Krista, but it's really loud in the studio, like at this time in the morning, would it be okay if we return those calls between 12 and one when it's less um, loud in the studio and we can hear better on the phone? That is something that I would take into consideration, absolutely. Okay, but this is where the dialogue comes in. But we have to detach from the outcome. And we have to also say, okay, so it doesn't get done now, like it'll be done in two days. It's okay. One of the hardest things I had to do was really learn to detach and say, they will get it done. They are perfectly capable. They will do it. It will get done. 
And if it doesn't get done, we have an accountability system to check in and make sure that it does get done. Okay. So again, how you step away from the day-to-day -day operations is, is one, you have to decide that that's what you want to do. And if you want to grow, you need to be able to step away from the day-to-day -day operations. If you ever want to be able to step away for a week vacation, a two-week vacation, a month sabbatical, you have to learn to relinquish control of the day-to-day -day operations of your business. Okay. So one is figure out what steps, what things can be completely deleted from the day-to-day -day operations. What is no longer necessary? Okay. Number two, learn to delegate and delegate with authority and then have a process into place where, where you're going to check in. How are you going to delegate? What's the process? So remember, delegate is not abdicate. Abdicate means you're just like giving up and you're like, hey, do this. But delegate is there's a clear process with clear expectations and you're delegating it. Somebody else is now accountable for it. And then the most important thing is to detach. Detach from the outcome so that you can look at it with clear eyes and really determine if there's something wrong with a process or if there's something wrong with a person that is performing the process. And then I guess the last thing would be to have patience. Like this is going to take time. It took me a couple years to fully get to where I am. I mean, I probably started this process like Operation Krista Get Hit by a Truck. Um, in 2017, maybe, and we're in 2022. So there was a lot of bumps in the road along the way. But now, like I said, I go into the studios like 10 hours a week. I'll be gone the entire week next week. I won't be in the studios. I'll be working, but I won't be there physically. Okay. The day-to-day -day operations no longer revolve around me. Now, do they call me if something happens, if there's an emergency? Yeah, maybe, but usually no. There's three people to go to before they get to me. And it's really worked and we have a great team. All right, so that's how it can be done. And it can be done. And I can tell you from being on the other side of this, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it over here. I feel finally like, that I'm not tied to the business. The business is not me. I am not the business. The business is Pilates in the Grove. It is a all. It is an entity onto itself. My self worth doesn't come from the business. My, you know, I'm valid. I'm a good human being with or without the business. And so it did take a, like some bumps in the road, but I'm I'm super happy now. I have autonomy. I have agency. I can. I'm working on the things that light me up. I'm not doing the tasks that drain me anymore. And so if this is something that you're interested in, it's really what we work on in our inner circle and the beyond the movement groups, because those women that are in the groups are surpassing $250,000, usually on their way to $400,000 or $500,000 by growing a team so they can step away from the day-to-day -day operations. So what we work on is how do we increase revenue, increase profitability while allowing your team to step up so you as CEO can step back, which makes running a business more sustainable, okay? So everyone in the inner circle is like on operation get hit by a bus, all right? Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know, and like I said, this is not without its challenges. This took time. That's the other thing. Give yourself time, give yourself grace, have some patience. If you want support, 
you want to talk about how it's heavy or not, reach out to me over on Instagram at Krista Gurka. Shoot me a DM. You can email me, Krista at PilatesInTheGrove.com. Head over to my website, KristaGurka.com. There's a ton of free resources out there, a lot of mindset stuff and things. And, and if you're interested about exploring some of our programs or being part of our inner circle, go ahead and check out, check it out on the work with me page on my website. All right. Um, I hope that helped you. I hope that helped you a little bit. I hope some of that resonated with you where you want to get off. You want to not be the person in the driver's seat all the time. And the, the other thing that's hard from this, and I'll just relinquish it, just kind of like circle back. It, it gave me an idea. It's like one of the reasons it's hard is because we've always, most of us have been in control of things our whole life. That's how we live because we don't love change. So we stay in control of things because that's how we can mitigate our discomfort, which is why it's hard and challenging for us, but it's super rewarding on the other side. All right. Well, that's all I got for you now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening and until next time, my friends have a great one. Bye for now. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening today. But before you go, could I ask you to take a minute? Okay. So maybe like two minutes and leave me an honest review about the podcast. It really does help me get this podcast in front of more women in healthcare, wellness, and fitness. And also really lets me know that I'm actually sharing information you all like to listen to. Thanks again and catch you all on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at kristagurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.